At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. It's a numbers game with your host, Gil Alexander. It's one of those idiots who believe in Adam. It is a numbers game. Good Friday morning to you right here at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Gil Alexander, glad you could join us. Uh, big show today. First of all, let me just say, uh, producer number seven, Jason Kahn, off for the day. In for Jason, Britton Hess this morning. Britton joining us. Uh, so glad to have him on board as well. Good show today. Preston Johnson will join us momentarily. Uh, Preston, who you know uh, from uh, Twitter as Sports Cheetah, also uh, does his own show called Last Word Cheetah. We're actually uh, bookending the Game Plus uh, lineup these days. So shout out to everybody in Canada throughout New York City as well. Uh, Preston also on Bets TV. We'll talk to him momentarily about the NBA and last night's game between the, uh, the Hawks and the Bucks. What's the opposite of a classic? Whatever, whatever that is, that's what that was. Uh, but we'll get his thoughts here moving forward because I have some questions. Andy McNeil, Game 3, Stanley Cup Final. Oh, you forgot that was going on. Game 3, Tampa Bay up 2 to nothing. It shifts back, of course, to Montreal tonight. Uh, we'll get uh, Andy's menu of props. He's, what is it, in the first two, first two days he's something like, and I'm not making this up, it was like 23-3 and three or something some kind of nonsense like that is props the first two games of the series, which he will he will be the first to admit. It's a feast or famine kind of thing. His handicap on the Canadians is that they're going to get rolled, and so all his props follow suit. Uh, so we'll go from there on that. Mark Borchard on baseball, among other things. Uh, we'll talk about Jacob DeGrom last night. Three earned runs given up in the first inning. What a bum. Ends up seven innings strong, giving up just those three. 14 Ks, no walks. It's amazing how people... People were going nuts yesterday. Oh, my God, he gave up three runs. 
Uh, Paul Carr on Euro 2020. The quarterfinal starts right after this show today. So two games today, two games tomorrow. We will talk about uh, what you should get in on the futures market, if anything, right now. If you're jumping in before those games, how he handicaps both today's games and tomorrow. Uh, we'll rehash the Golden Boot discussion as well, if you're interested in getting into that market. And then Vinny Maolio, Vinny Maliola, to close things out, his from uh, his perspective, as always, from behind the desk here, always on a Friday on a numbers game at Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Uh, first of all, I want to throw up my tennis plays yesterday, a nice uh, north of $2 winner on Emma Raducanu, who is a, uh, a British young lady who's just, uh, side note, adorable, and she got it done for us, more importantly, plus, I don't know, two, it, was, it was over $2, depending on where you got it. So it was a big win for us, straight set winner yesterday. She got it done today, and I gave these out again on Primetime Action last night for us. So if you're just tuning in now and you're like, oh, my God, three of them already are starting, uh, I apologize. By the way, we'll, we'll flash them up on the screen. We're... we're, we're we're putting the word win in capitals, but these have not won yet. We just want to just want to make sure we're aware of these. These are the bets. The ones that have that have gone on already, that have started already. Uh, we'll start with the one ladies match at the, towards the bottom. I have Garbine Muguruza to beat Anjabur at minus 167. I also dabbled for the first time in the ladies futures market, the futures and outright market at Wimbledon. By the way, note that I'm calling it futures and outright because, you know, that's what most books call it. Um, Muguruza, I got it 10 to 1. So, wanted to get in on her before this Jabor match. I think it catapults her if she wins today. She's up a set in that one. Not sure if she's up a break in the uh, second set. Let me just check on that real quick. Doing this live. Is she up a break? She is not up a break. It's uh, on serve in the second set, but she's up a set. So, that one, hopefully we can get home, and that 10 to 1 will uh, will be on our, on its way as well. Note that I did not take Iga. Uh, who also got it done earlier this morning. So we'll try to get the Muguruza uh, win home. The Martinez-Garin match, I am on Pedro Martinez again. He's plus 216 in this one. He is down two sets to one and down a break in the fourth. So that one might not get home for us. And the other one that has started is Schwartzman versus Fuksovic, uh, rather. I have Schwartzman. Looks like he might go down a set here early. Uh, that's early on in that match. The only ones that have not taken place yet, though, and that you can still bet, are Dennis Kudla, the American. I'm taking him on the game line against Novak Djokovic. Remember, we have futures both on Djokovic and Berrettini on the men's side. But Kudla's getting nine and a half games. You don't often see a line like that. Obviously, it's Novak generated that you're getting nine and a half games. But really, Kudla's grass numbers are pretty darn good. And... I'll take the nine and a half. Thank you very much. Again, if we lose six three six three six three, that's a winner. So he's the bet against Joker later, and then the only other one we're getting frisky with Andy Murray against Denis Shapovalov. Sorry about the spelling there. Plus two sixty one on Andy Murray, and that one is admittedly a flyer on a guy who has won Wimbledon twice. Is going to be on center court with this one. Is not as talented at this point in his career as Shapovalov is, but this will be new to Shapovalov, this kind of stage. It's Gil Alexander. It is a numbers game at VEASAN, the sports betting network, VEASAN.com, the VEASAN app, however you're taking us in this morning, whether it's Game Plus, iHeartRadio, or beyond. Let's bring him in, ladies and gentlemen, uh, at Sports Cheetahs, where you can always follow him on Twitter. It is Preston Johnson. How you doing, Preston? I'm good, man. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. Great to see you. Uh, congratulations on the... Uh, on the show and, and being on game plus, And I hope it uh, proliferates beyond for sure. I'm excited. Thank you. Uh, let me ask you this real quick before we get to basketball. Did I see that you're uh, trying the Beyonce diet? What's going on with that? 
Yeah, I didn't know about it until yesterday. We were doing our show live, and, and my, my co-host, Quan uh, Young, he said he did this. He used to play arena football. He said he he would do, I don't know, it's called the lemonade diet, but Beyonce would do it like in between like uh, <laughs> tours or something where yes. she would have to do this for like two weeks, but you just drink like water, cayenne, lemon, and like maple syrup, and that's it. That, I mean, I, I, he bet me he didn't think I, he's done it before. He says you cannot. He says, I guarantee you cannot do it for two days. Oh, there's not a so, chance. The starting Monday, I'm going to try it for two days. It's a $500 kind of prop bet. But I, I'm fairly certain I can do it. He's fairly certain I can. It'll be perfect. 48 hours, the lemonade Beyonce diet or whatever you just described. Nothing but that, yeah. Exactly. Nothing but that. Uh, 48 hours. I got faith in you. 500 bucks. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Let's make it happen. All right. Last night, Preston. Game 5, Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, no Giannis. And then very close to game time. Not quite as close as the day before, though. I should have the game before. I should say no Trey Young, and so all kinds of debates beforehand. The line moves to as soon as uh, Trey is announced out. The line moves in Milwaukee's direction. They end up being four and a half point uh, closing favorites. They win by eleven in a game that, quite frankly, it seemed like they were up double digits in the whole time. One, the Hawks got it as close as six. There was nine and eight at some point, but it was really the Bucks kind of basketball game. And, and I said earlier on the show, whatever the opposite of a classic was, that's what that was. That was a pretty meh kind of game. But I don't want to overreact. Like that's the that's the main thing that I want to prevent. And I and I guess my question to you is one. The Bucks aren't playing Giannis in Game Six, are they? Right? They're going to err on the side of caution now that they're up three-two and probably take the approach. Would you, I, I don't know, I'm asking, would you think that they would say, yeah, sit out this one no matter what, and if we lose, we'll just get you back in Game 7? That would be my thought. I mean, why do they need to force it here in Game 6? I think you're 100% right with that read. If they had lost Game 5 at home, then, you know, back against the wall, season on the line, maybe they do. And, and I love how, you know, a lot of people are like, I don't want to play doctor. Well, guess what? I'll play doctor. Did you see the Giannis injury? Yes. Did you see the way his yes, knee went? I did. I don't think he can play very effectively, even if they wanted to try. So I am imagining he doesn't play in game six. I'm guessing on the other end that they're going to absolutely try to play Trey if they can and uh, for Atlanta. And and you see, you don't over, want to overreact. I think, it's I think that's obviously totally fair. Um, I think it's interesting just in general, though, how much the market has reacted to single games just in the playoffs throughout, even like the Stanley Cup sentiments uh, as, a, as another example. And some of the NHL playoff stuff where you had I know we're talking NBA, but just kind of to to bring it all together. You had, you know, a team like Colorado, who people have said are one of the best teams of the last decade. And then Vegas beats them in four straight. So when Montreal beats Vegas, it's like, wow, Montreal, they can. They could beat anybody. They could beat Tampa Bay, and everyone likes Montreal before game one. And then, you know, after a 5-1 game one, Tampa Bay, everyone's like, wow, is Montreal even going to win a game? Yeah, it's and, always and similar, the case. Similar sentiments, like you go into Atlanta, no Trey Young. This is, you know, before Giannis is even injured in that third quarter, and Milwaukee gets blown out. And everyone's just like, well, wow, this is, this is really bad. Like, two days ago, you could bet Milwaukee at minus one and a half, two, like the entire day. It was just, it was just sitting there, and... I know Trey might have played and that might have changed things, but regardless, like the Bucks still have, and then we saw it last night, the two best players on the court, like Middleton, Drew Holiday, and they're playing at home in Milwaukee. And I just thought the market had overreacted to game five. So I don't think you're going to see as much, as much of an overreaction the other way. Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. 
Atlanta one and a half or yeah, pretty much consensus one and a half point favorites now for game six. Again, we don't know if Giannis is playing. We don't know if Trey's playing. Even if Trey doesn't play, let's say Giannis and Trey both don't play again. And as dominant as the Bucks looked last night, I mean, would you be shocked if the Hawks on their home court just turned that around and won the game? Maybe not as easily as the Bucks did last night, but you wouldn't be shocked if the Hawks won game six in that scenario with, with neither of those two guys playing, would you? Wouldn't be shocked at all. I, I still would expect Milwaukee to win more often than not, though. I believe last night, the Bucks. I was just pulling it up to double-check, they shot about 30% from three, and you know they still won by double digits at home. So it's kind of been their thing, or check this out. So during the regular season, this is a team that shot, I think they were top three in the league in, in three-point percentage, but they also just took a lot of them and made a lot of them. It, they, they made at least 10 threes in 64 of their 72 regular season games. Say that so again. There was only- Say that again. They made at least 10 three-pointers in 64 of their 72 regular season games. Oh so, so there were eight eight times the whole regular season that they didn't reach that mark or hit that mark. They've now missed that mark eight times in the playoffs alone. I'm not sure what it is. They just have not shot the three-ball as well. I don't know if it's the way it's defending them. A lot of the times, and I know it's hard for people to get this ingrained and think kind of long-term in a variance kind of standpoint – especially with a three-point shot, like opponent defense against the three kind of doesn't really exist or matter. It's just randomness. And so there's some positive regression, I think, to the Milwaukee side as a whole, just shooting from the three-point line that they haven't really you know, gotten yet. And when they go nine for 29 from three, so that they finish 31%, um, that's, you know, quite a bit worse than they would be expected based on a team that's shooting, you know, 30 plus threes a game. And I just... I think it's. I think they're going to try to play Trey. The line's going to creep up as as high as it needs to be for that. But uh, I would I would only look at playing Milwaukee at this point. I still think there's another level that they can get to, even without Giannis. Um, but very similar to what we saw last night. But on top of that, say maybe making four or five more threes, and this is a twenty or twenty-five point blowout win last night. Um, so that's what I'm looking at. And Bogdanovich has looked really, really good the last two games yeah. after his injury. So I don't. People are probably thinking that he can take care of things at home. I still think the Bucks have the two best players in the series left, and, and that goes a long way in the NBA playoffs. Yeah, Hawks are plus 350 for anybody interested to win the series. Uh, still at this point, obviously having to win both games at uh, six and seven out this mo- at this point uh, of the Eastern Conference Finals. I know, again, you, you preface it by saying you're not a doctor, nor am I, by the way. News flashed everybody. But it's, you know, Giannis, yeah, we saw that injury, and it looked and it looked awful. No structural damage, thankfully. Trey Young, uh, who had that freak sort of hop back and landed on the referee's foot out of uh, out of bounds, um, his injury must—it's got to be worse than they're letting us know. It doesn't it, Preston? If he's not playing in these games, like, cause that that was surprising to me that he didn't give it a go at least last night. Because you don't have to like run him at point, right? Like, just kind of make him just sort of try to get a shot. Um, and play shooting guard at some point. But it just the fact that he didn't play at all was a little surprising to me. So I think the most telling part of this story was game four. Everyone's expecting him to, the sentiment was he's going to go out during warmups and, you know, give it a go, see how it feels. You know how they always do it, and then they make a decision, more or less game time decision. He didn't even end up going out during warmups before game four. They just decided early, like, hey, he's out today. Yesterday, he did try to go warm up, and he apparently looked really, really bad. That's what all the local like B-Riders that are inside the arena watching him said. And then within about 15 minutes, he was announced out. I, I think it is pretty bad. I, I'm not 100% yeah. sure 
even if he does go, he's going to be that effective because what he does so well, obviously taking people off the dribble, running the pick and roll, getting inside, breaking down, hitting the floater, or just hitting three, step back, whatever. Like he just does everything where if one of his you know feet are hurting so bad that he's just on a, he's just not as effective. I mean, it's it's pretty big hit for them regardless. So um, again, you shouldn't be betting it accordingly, like hoping that Trey plays or betting the Bucks and hoping that Trey is sixty percent at best. But it, this, I, I think that my feeling is that he would have played by now or tried if it wasn't just super painful for him yeah at this point i'm just waiting for news i'm not betting anymore before yeah. beforehand uh one last thing about this and i'm gonna let the hate wash over me when i say this because i know some people are gonna listen to the the, the question they're like come on but was there a little part of you last night without Giannis playing who like i don't know if the if it, the thought was fleeting if it popped into your brain for a second where you're like oh so if like Giannis wasn't on this team this is actually everybody playing in their correct position. Like the fact that he's, no one's saying he's not one of the great superstars of the league, but his presence changes, you know, just makes everybody, like Lopez becomes, like without him, oh, that's what Lopez would be. Like this team would actually be interesting in some way. And I know they didn't play well last night, but it that thought did occur to me where I'm like, oh, okay, well, this is how a superstar justifiably perhaps changes the nature of a basketball team. And there was a moment there last night where I was like, oh, this wouldn't be that uninteresting to me to see this version of the Bucks." Anyway. So, yeah, it's funny you bring that up. I, I'm not sure who would hate at you for at least bringing it up as well. I, I said a very similar thing yesterday on my show. I, I was talking about how, yes, okay, Giannis is off the floor now. Uh, you look at who they're going to play. Every single person now can shoot a three. Like the spacing now on yeah. the Bucks when you're when the scariest three point shooter, excuse me, I should say the least scary three point shooter is Brooke Lopez or Bobby Portis. Like you're in pretty good shape spacing the floor, making the defense guard every part of it, and you still have guys and playmakers like Holiday and Middleton that can break down a defense like Giannis does. Look, Giannis one of the best players in the world, but like it's going to take some time for a defense, especially one in Atlanta that isn't like an elite defensive team anyway. They're missing probably their best one on one wing defender and DeAndre Hunter anyway. Like it just kind of set up kind of nicely for, I think the offense and the bucks to, to be in a good spot. And people forget the last year, Giannis got hurt in that heat series and the bucks actually in that first game back came in and beat a really, really good Miami heat team, a better one than I say this Atlanta team is, especially without Trey, no problem. And, and again, without Giannis. So uh, I think Budenholzer deserves credit obviously, but I just think when, when you're playing five out and you can just space and everyone on the floor at all times for basically all 48 minutes can shoot a three, whether they hit 31% or not, it just does a ton um, positively for the offense. And so I think we'll see more of that. And I, I'm not surprised um, to see Brooke Lopez have the game that he did where he was playing inside more frequently um, and obviously can space if they need him to as well. Yeah, basketball's a funny thing. I mean, just, I, I get it. Giannis is great. But that was interesting to see that team and what they could possibly be without him. Uh, let me go to another superstar then because this triggers this. I was mentioning this yesterday on the show or maybe the day before. Uh, so the Clippers, well, yesterday, because the Clippers went out, and they're done. Um, Kawhi, we never really found out the extent of the injury. It was always day-to-day. We were never given a long-term prognosis. And I, I get it. He's awesome. They won the championship in Toronto because of him. Uh, and he wanted to go to L.A., and now we've seen the Kawhi L.A. experience. And I guess my question is, listen, they're obviously better with him. Clearly, he's a superstar. But at this point, is he more trouble than he's worth? to a team that still comported themselves very well without him? Like, if you were the Clippers, would you sort of move along, or would you do everything to keep that guy and all that comes with him? Uh, you try to keep Kawhi Leonard on your team for a chance to win a championship. Period. I think, it, I think it's pretty 
much that simple. I, it's really strange. It's kind of like got the San Antonio Spurs vibes of like some reports that he wasn't really talking with the organization about the extent of his knee injury. And I don't know. It is, it is awkward. I guess awkward is probably the best word, but it is in the end, if he's healthy, you want him playing for your team. And I'm not sure if I think because of the run that they had in a few of the games that Paul George ended up having without Kawhi, I don't think they're going to make any significant changes. They need to bring Reggie Jackson back to some extent. Some other teams probably going to throw like 20 million a year, Reggie Jackson now after his little run in the, in the playoffs. But if they can bring him back, I think they'll try to make a run because the fact of the matter is, you know, they probably would have been in the finals right now if Kawhi doesn't get hurt. So uh, I'm, I'm not, I'm not sure they're going to be, you know, trying to just like let Kawhi walk if Kawhi opts out or, or anything like that. And I heard some, you know, rumors that maybe they could try to trade Paul George for Damian Lillard. And maybe there's something there that could rejuvenate things because Damian Lillard doesn't want to be in Portland anymore. Like they could, they could attempt something like that. But uh, I honestly think that they're just going to try to run it back and keep Kawhi and that they see how close they were this year anyway without him. And, and so, um, yeah, he's too good of a player still at this point to just try to figure things out without Kawhi if you can have him there. So what's the bet you're looking for at this point? It's a funny time of season, too, because I'm going to say, hey, so what's your bet on this game? What's the bet you're anticipating? Is it news on either Giannis or Trey? Is it waiting for a Bucks suns or a Hawks suns line that you feel the market might be wrong on? Is it NBA Finals MVP? What do you, what do you sort of have in your view at this point? Yeah, so, I mean, you actually messaged me earlier this week and said, hey, do you want to come on, like, the, the morning after the Giannis injury? And and I said, I was like, man, like, I don't know what to really – I don't think I could really bring anything valuable to the table as far as what I could say just because we don't know anything about Giannis and the extent of his injury. There's not going to really be any prices up yet for, you know, winning the championship that we could even dissect. And and I still feel like as far as, like, looking ahead in the future's perspective, I know the Suns were as high as, like, minus 230 yesterday to win it all. Now they're minus 160 which uh, I'm not sure why it would change because the Bucks won a game at home they were supposed to win. So I thought that was interesting. But again, maybe it's just because of like the good word kind of surrounding the Giannis injury and no structural damage. But at the same time, like he may not play and, and may not be nearly as effective if, if they're in this series. It's just there's so much and so many question marks surrounding a significant impact player like that. And by the way, we were talking about their offense and and, and I should not leave out the fact that Giannis makes their defense significantly better. Significantly so that's one thing. Better. Yes. Like, yes, it was fun to watch without and see how their offense could roll and Brooke Lopez playing more inside and this and that. But look, defensively, they're not nearly as good. I mean, you had Lou Williams, Bogdanovich, Gallinari, and you know, Cam Reddish had like back-to-back really, really good games, and that never happens. So I, they do need Giannis eventually, and, and I think his health is important. Um, and I'll just say, if, if he's not playing, and, and I mean, the Suns should absolutely just take care of business. They're, they're the much better team and obviously healthy. So I guess I would just kind of wait on that news and, and not get too crazy before we know. Uh, Preston, I'm gonna put you on the spot. Can you get, can I get you five more minutes? You because we have NBA yeah, yeah. we have NBA draft second, third, and fourth picks, and I'm curious if you might uh, have a uh, have a thought or a take on that. We'll get to that here. He's nodding, so I'm I'm assuming he's okay with it. Yes, he's okay with it. Thumbs up. Uh, we'll do that next, and I'll also ask uh, Preston if the Bucks do win the NBA championship. Are they not only the worst team of our lifetime to do so, but are they by far the worst team of our lifetime to do so? And would the Suns be the most caveated team? Would we have to say, the Suns would, would we have to say, yeah, but that was the year they played so-and-so without so-and-so, that team without that guy, that team without that guy. All that next, right here on a Numbers Game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. 
at Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, he's gonna guard, and then on I'm top of it, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to A Numbers Game with Gil Alexander. With basketball, hockey, and baseball games every week, it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Just download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada, whatever your sport, whatever your style. You're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Preston Johnson, kind enough to uh, hang with us for five more minutes here at Sports Cheetahs, where you can find him on Twitter. Uh, Last Word Cheetah is the name of the show. What else are you into these days, Preston? I don't know anymore, man. I'm doing a lot of stuff. It's all good. Last word cheat is good. Okay. Four Eastern, one Pacific. There Check you go. Yeah. Game Plus. Anywhere else besides Game Plus or just Game Plus? Uh, just on my Twitter feed on YouTube TV slash Bets TV. There Anything there is good. There yeah. you go. There's your plug. Okay, uh, real quick. You don't have to go on this long if you don't want. But if the Bucks win this whole thing, 
are they the worst team in the in in all of our lifetime to ever win an NBA championship? Come on. I know you, you dropped it right before the break. I, I looked look my lifetime. That's since 1987. It's it's for sure an argument. I, I think uh, even if the Suns win, I, I'm not sure. I, I don't think it really matters. I, I yeah. don't think there's a team that you would argue is for sure worse than the Phoenix Suns. I think one like under the radar one maybe is the year. 2006, the Miami Heat got all the foul calls, and Dwayne Wade. There was like the weirdness where Dallas was probably <laughs> supposed to beat them, and it was, but it was it was still Shaq and Dwayne Wade. It was like, still Dwayne know. Wade, yeah, and so Shaq. Not, it's it's a better team, and so it's uh, yeah, it, it's interesting to look back, but it's it's one of those weird years. Nothing. I, I will say this, and Lakers fans, because I am a Lakers fan, my friends will get mad at me if they're listening. I'm not sure how great the Lakers really were last year. I don't know. It was a I weird bump here, and they still have LeBron and AD, and that's basically with the difference. Yeah. But if they went up against most of these title winners of the last 20 years, I think you'd have to put that team as well near the bottom. And so, yeah, the last two years, man, it's just been a weird world and a weird basketball, I guess, conglomerate of, of, of teams yeah. and seasons and injuries, and that's just what it is. Yeah, we could throw the bubble Lakers in there, too. I wouldn't disagree with that. All right, real quick, Cade uh, Cunningham, you believe he is the number one pick no matter what here? I'll be honest. I didn't know he was up to like minus 5,000. Yeah, it's something. crazy. It is pretty wild. You can get like a Jalen Green at 12 to 1 or probably even higher. I just checked one book out right now. But uh, I, I think he'll be the first pick. That's just what everyone anticipates. But the market, like for sure, is saying it's a done deal, essentially. So uh, we'll have to wait and see. But I, I wouldn't be super surprised if Green ended up being the number one pick. I, I think there's that's the one guy that I think I could take a flyer on that has the highest ceiling of anyone in the draft. Detroit at number one. Houston at number two. So Houston's got uh, Christian Wood. Mobley's at plus 100. Green, who you just mentioned, uh, plus 160. And then Suggs plus 160. Where would you bet that for Houston? I was just I was just looking at that. I think that's the most intriguing one after what you mentioned about Christian Wood. And Evan Mobley's like a similar player. Right. And also, I just don't think teams necessarily are – I mean, it's just a new age. They're not trying to build around big men anymore. And I know Mobley is a lot more versatile and can do a lot both ways. But if you're in and Houston, loves to embrace the variance. Look, not many people saw Jalen Green play because he wasn't playing in college. But he, again, he has theoretically the highest upside. That's what a lot of the people that break these guys down and do an, uh, analysis for the draft. And that's Houston's MO, right? And if they already have Christian Wood, I mean, they can build around those two. I think plus 160 green, second pick. You could probably shop around and even find a better price somewhere. Uh, I think that's where I would go for, for second overall pick. Plus 160 for green. Uh, for I would. Green. I think that's the, the consensus that we're coming up with here, uh, just going around the horn with different people. Nice. Third, third overall pick, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, you would think they would go big then. Is Mobley the pick here at plus 175? Look, it's funny because we talked through this and it just seems so straightforward and yeah. simple. It seems like are so dumb sometimes. But you think you have Garland and Sexton already. Why would you be taking someone like Suggs sure. or even Green if Green is there? They should be going Mobley. Yeah, that makes a ton of sense. If we're right about pick two, I think, I'm not sure if people – there's probably not places that allow you to parlay these since they're pretty correlated. I'm guessing yeah, not, yeah. Green at two and then you know getting uh, a Mobley plus 175 third pick is almost the same bet. Not quite, but – uh, people could shop around for that too, but I, I think Mobley goes to Cleveland at that point, and then I think it sets up actually pretty nicely for a fourth pick should be Toronto, right? Yeah, and for them to just add a player like Suggs that I think can do a lot of just kind of glue guy stuff on, and on top of that, he'll obviously get a lot better at handling the ball and, and being who we saw him at Gonzaga. And, uh, I think those three picks, first four picks, really uh, would be beautiful. It'd be fun to see all those guys playing with those teams. 
We've solved it. We've solved the first four picks. Yeah, that easy. That easy. That's it. Take it to the bank. The last three of them are all plus money. So after Cunningham, um, makes sense. Green, Mobley, Suggs, Rockets, Cavaliers, Raptors in that order. We'll see. We're a month away or, or thereabouts. Probably won't get a chance to talk to you before then, but just wanted to pick your brain. Preston yeah. Johnson. Preston, always appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. No problem. Take it easy. Go. Preston Johnson, everybody, from his uh, lair there in Southern California at Sports Cheetah. All the stuff that he does. Just go to his Twitter feed. He's got links there. We'll come back. Stanley Cup final game three. Andy McNeil with his thoughts and his bets next right here on a numbers game at Visa the Sports Betting Network. a numbers game with Gil Alexander. Baseball season is in full swing, so it's the perfect time to work on cashing tickets every day. Our VEASAN experts give you all the tools to make the most of every baseball bet, including live odds and analysis for every game on VEASAN.com slash MLB. And our daily members only best bet emails. Now's the time to start your free trial and take advantage of all the betting opportunities this baseball season at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. That's VEASAN.com slash subscribe. And now a uh, man who... I believe when something like, and I'm not making this up, like 23 and three or something in his prop bets the first two games, he'll tell us. It's Andy McNeil, everybody from uh, Edmonton, Alberta. How you doing, Andy? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. I've got a mixture of coffee, Red Bull, and water going here, and uh, it's, uh, it's working out pretty good for me. <laughs> working out pretty good. Um, so I'm not making that up, but you're the first one to say it. It was all correlated, obviously, to your to your pre-series handicap on the fact that you thought the Lightning were going to roll the Canadians, and so all your props reflected that. And so games one and two, you made out. Yeah, it was good. Um, 22 and two, I believe. Unfortunately, I didn't get to give out a lot of those uh, on in, in the first game. Um, but, you know, looking at, at how things have changed with the, the venue change, so um, if we, you know, take the money line and the total from the last game, uh, I think I mentioned it implied that the Lightning would score three goals and the Canadians would score 2.2 uh, or around there. And if we look at today's money line, obviously there's been, been a big shift from you know roughly minus 200 all the way down to around minus 130 uh, in favor of the Lightning. Um, but that, that line implies uh, 2.7 goals for the Lightning and about 2.45 uh, goals for the Canadians. So... Um, you know, really what, what's happened here is we've taken about a quarter of a goal away from the Lightning and, and given it to the Canadians. Um, and that, that obviously changes, you know, the scoring uh, rates or the projected scoring rates here uh, of the players. Um, you know, looking at a few, uh, the adjustments, you know, had been uh, a little significant. So, uh, you know, some of them have been priced out, but I'm, I'm probably going against some Canadians players here. Uh, tonight again, even though it, it does, feel, I, I do feel a little a little uneasy about it, given that you know they've got their backs against the wall. They had a really good effort in the last game. Um, you know, if you if you looked up demoralizing loss in the NHL, uh, you could show somebody a video of that, and it would pretty much capture it perfectly. I don't know, you could you couldn't play a better game uh, than the, the Canadians did, and they still lost by two goals. So uh, not a great sign, I guess, of of how things are trending. Um, but Cole Caulfield, uh, he was minus 160 not to score a point at BetMGM in Game 2. He's minus 155 uh, in, in Game 3. Uh, my, you know, the projection that I was using for, for Game 2 was minus 223. Today, I've, I've got it around minus 210. So, 
you know, the adjustment has been made, but uh, still quite a big discrepancy there. Um, Shea Weber, uh, minus uh, 190 not to score a point here. He was minus 225 in the last game. I think that one should be closer to minus 280, so uh, quite a big edge there. Um, and uh, Nick Suzuki, plus 100 not to score a point. Um, minus 131 is, is what I had the fair line at last game, or oh, minus 125 here, so a uh, pretty decent edge uh, there. Um, not as many as last game. I'm hoping to uh, you know sort some more out throughout the rest of the day. I'll be on with uh, Mike uh, Pritchard uh, and James Salinas later on, on betting across America, so I'm hoping to, to, to you know curate some more uh, player props for everybody. Yeah, so you'll have some smattering of those probably by that show, Betting Across America, 12 noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, uh, with Pritchard and Salinas later today. Uh, two great guys. Let me just ask you a question, though, um, because the, the obvious thing to really discuss is this price shift as it goes to Montreal now. And so t- Tampa Bay at minus 130, and everything that you just described emanates from there, uh, everything sort of derivative with that with that change of home ice. How much does that really mean to you in your handicapping? Like, I know there is historical data on home ice meaning something, but like, does it, should it have shifted this much in your opinion? I don't think so. I think this, uh, this line is, is, um, you know, pretty lucrative here. If you're, if you're a better that's looking to back the lightning, uh, I've got their chances of winning closer to, uh, I believe 58%. Um, so, you know, upwards of, of minus 140. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, and this is, this is a good price to, to take here. I mean, it's, uh, I've, I've tried to account for the, you know, the fact that, that this is going to be a big push from the Canadians. Uh, they've, they've played, played well in these situations, but I, I don't think they've had this much of a, of a home ice advantage here, uh, to warrant such a shift in the, in the number for sure. So Tampa Bay play is official. Can we make that official now at this point or no? Yeah, totally. Okay. Totally. Yeah. All right. Um, and secretly you're hoping this gets us be, not only because just you, you want a summer, but also your bets. You're hoping this goes four or five tops, right? Let's rehash that. You also have Tampa Bay on series lines as well. Yeah. Minus one and a half and, uh, and some minus two and a half as well. Uh, definitely uh, care more about cashing that, that one and a half. Uh, series spread uh, more so than the two and a half one because it's a little bit far-fetched but hey if I can get them both I'll, I'll, I'll take it um, I think you know looking at some of the the, the, the exact series outcome lines here uh, for instance you know Tampa Bay to sweep it's around two to one um, I, I don't think there's or there's any value in that that basically implies you know parlaying minus 135 uh, twice <laughs> so I mean it's uh, it's 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 you know, I don't. I don't. I, I think the the price should be definitely you know closer to um, to around thirty five percent, I believe. So um, I don't. I don't think there's any value in, in betting into those markets. But uh, this, you know, if if the lightning come out and and you know that last game was not indicative of of their their strengths and weaknesses, um, and and they play like they they have throughout these playoffs, then um, I think you'll see a, another big shift in the odds. Uh, getting in, going into Game Four. Yeah, so I mean that that was my last question. Is so you're playing Tampa Bay? You think the, the the line moved a little too much? Why do you like as you speculate as to why it came out uh, at this price or why it's being bet the other way? Is that just simple recency bias on betters? Would you speculate based on the fact that they thought, oh, Montreal? Yeah. I mean, most you know most models and and handicappers uh, have have the Lightning as uh, you know a pretty significant favorite and. 
And a lot of those same models and handicappers had uh, value on the Canadians uh, in the last series versus the Vegas Golden Knights. So um, I, I think that, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's similar to what we've seen in a lot of these uh, matchups here uh, when the team, you know, the team is that they, they do have their, their backs against the wall. Um, and and if it doesn't work out for them, there's usually a pretty quick, a pretty big shift uh, in the next game. Um, you know, even though it would be a similar situation, uh, we've seen it with this Lightning team uh, against other teams like the the Carolina Hurricanes and whatnot, where you know they 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 laid a short price and, and won the game, and then the next game it was uh, increased by 20 cents. So uh, I think we'll see a similar situation here and probably see minus 150 in Game Four if the Lightning come out on top tonight. All right, so a, a strong play on Tampa Bay tonight. Well, he'll let us know about all the props a little later on today, again with Benning Across America, Mike Pritchard and James Salinas. 12 noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern. Andy McNeil. Andy, we'll talk to you Monday. Perhaps it's our last time talking this season. We shall see. Thank you, sir. I know, I know. The Take tears, care. The tears are flowing already. Mine too, Andy. Mine too. Uh, we'll come back. Mark Borchard on baseball. He's got picks today. Uh, and we'll uh, talk about Jacob deGrom, among other things, coming back on a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> 
<laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to A Numbers Game with Gil Alexander. Discover BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Sign up today and win $100 if you place a $1 wager on any NBA playoff game and either team hits a three-pointer. Regardless of your bet's outcome, simply use bonus code VSIN100 when you place your first bet. Enjoy the playoffs more than ever with BetMGM. New customer offer paid in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, Washington, D.C., or West Virginia only excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, Virginia, and D.C. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. In Tennessee, call or text the red line at 800-889-9789. In Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. It's Gil Alexander. This, from an undisclosed location somewhere in the desert, is Mark Borchard at Base Winner. How you doing, Mark? Gil, I'm doing good. How are you doing, man? Doing very well. Uh, on primetime action last night, which I'm not sure if you're aware, Mark, I do with uh, Matt Brown, Danielle Alvari, and uh, Kelly Bidlin. Everybody take a drink. Um, Gil, I, I listen to it when I'm going to get groceries at, at the Fry's Market here. <laughs> I, I, I put you on for 10 minutes, and it's a great 10 minutes of radio. At the Fry's Market down there. You're supposed to be in an undisclosed location, Mark. You're not playing along with this. Well, oh, there's a lot There's a lot of Fry's Markets that's right. in, in Arizona. It's a big Some, chain. Undisclosed location somewhere near a Fry's. Um, no, well, thank you for listening. Uh, we have a, a ball, but we were watching last night, right? Um, and uh, Jacob DeGrom gives up three runs in the first inning, and it's like, oh, my God, what's happening? And everybody starts to whisper things, right, uh, on Twitter about spin rates and things like that. And then he ends up going seven strong. He only gives up those three earned runs, five hits, 14 Ks, no walks. And in some weird way, I kind of look at that performance, and I'm almost like, that sort of adds to, a, adds to the legend oddly as well. Um, is he just above everybody, above the fray? Yeah, he, he really is. The um, If you watch him pitch, the way he can control 100 miles an hour is unparalleled. You see a lot of guys, and they say, well, he has electric stuff. And like Otani uh, the other night comes to mind. But other guys, relievers, that can throw really hard. But like how electric is their stuff if they can't put it over the plate? Uh, but but Degrom definitely uh, he's just he can manage those those high velocity pitches unlike anybody else. Uh, best bet on the board right now in any division would be on whom? Oh, the Astros by by far. Uh, Still I've been high on this. Yeah, I've been high on this team. You know, Gil. One of the things, and I think the the Astros lineup is collectively collectively flipping the bird off to the world. Uh, they're, <laughs> I mean, th- so in in 2017, they were at a 122 weighted runs created when they were hitting trash cans, and now they're not hitting trash cans, and they're at 125. So there's at some point there's there's talent involved in in their offensive skills. Yeah, that trash cans thing. Uh, with a pandemic and then the uh, 
the whole crackdown on uh, foreign substances with pitchers, that kind of has been lost in history, hasn't it? Like, they never remember there was that moment in time where, like, boy, those teams are going to take it out on the Astros. It's going to be so fun to watch. And then a, pan- a global pandemic happened, and we're sort of like, yeah, it's kind of uh, gauche to talk about this little baseball thing. And so you're right. It is a collective bird. By the way, minus 120 still at BetMGM. Like, this hasn't really moved since we talked about this three, four weeks ago. So you you could still get in on this at a great price. Yeah, I have them at an 85% chance oh my to, God. to win this division. It's 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 huge. And you, and you go down the numbers. You know, the starting rotation's not awful. They do have some some issues in the bullpen, but that offense is, is unbelievable. But I want to say one thing about the game last night. So they, they actually were able to, to, on video, isolate the trash can when Altuve hit a home run off one of the Indians pitchers. And I'm, so I'm watching the broadcast. And they, they actually showed the, the guy threw a curveball. Altuve hits a home run. And they, you could hear the trash can in the background. But last night, Altuve hit a, hit a curveball, same, almost the same, same, same place. And no, no trash can. But it was really funny. The no timing trash of that can. was just un, yes. unbelievable. Uh, before, before we get off the Astros division price, again, at minus 120, they have a one-and-a-half game lead over the A's who won't go away. And by the way, they have a six-game lead over the Mariners. And I just want to point that out. Like, the Mariners are only six back. They're 43-39. and 39. How in the heck, if I may use the word heck, how in the heck uh, are the Mariners still hanging around? They're just a, they're a victim of, or not a victim, they're a recipient of really good timing. Uh, if you look at their expected wins and expected losses, they should be at 36 and 45. So oh for them, goodness. Yeah. And, 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 and believe it or not, they're not the luckiest team in baseball. They, uh, they're the third, third luckiest team in baseball behind our St. Louis Cardinals and Oakland A's. Oh, Oakland as well has you have as the, as the most fortunate. Exactly. Yeah. They should be there 48 to 35. They should be at 40.6 and 42.4 to be precise. Where are the giants on that list? Giants have actually performed to their, to their record. They're at 50 and 30, okay. but they should be 50.2 and 29.8. So they're exactly where they need, where they are. By the way, uh, I, I, I had the giants last night and as I was making the bet, I thought about you. I'm like, I'm going against the Mark Borchard, Arizona at home thing. And I know I'm going to pay the price. I just had this sixth sense about it. Oh man, I feel bad, Gil. I, I hope you. I, I hope you hit your hit your next bet that you bet against the Diamondbacks. I hope at home. so. I hope so. I'm sorry, I cut you off though. What were you gonna say? Um, no, I was. I was just. Say, I was just saying that uh, we're talking about the the luckiest teams in baseball, and and uh, you know Seattle. I don't really have them as as a factor in that division, and I mean it basically comes down in that division comes down to Houston and Oakland, and I I just think Houston's just a much much better team. Are you doing this based on something other than Pythag and other than cluster luck? Well, it comes down to um, yeah the the projections actually. I simulate the season. I've actually you know every day load load the results into the into the model, and it 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 takes in starting pitching relief. Uh, projections and and batting projections and it kind of simulates the season. So that's I'm not, we're t- I'm talking off two models here, but I have the the simulator, the season simulator, and then the the, the luck indicator. But when they when they converge, it's, it's to me it's like a like an arrow, like make this bet. By the way, I just quoted MGM odds as minus one twenty. Now I'm seeing bet MGM odds on the screen and the AL West is minus three forty on the Astros. Is this the correct one, guys? Minus three forty. That's obviously a way different uh, proposition here. 
So minus 340 is what I'm saying. Now, I'm gonna, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go to my phone and tell you exactly what it is because I'm not sure. Uh, those are obviously two completely different numbers on that. But that's um, – so Astros, minus 340, you, you would not be as bullish on, I would imagine. Still. Yeah, well, I mean, 80, 85% translate to minus one, minus 567. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's look, my, we it, got we got it, we got it at uh, you know close to even money. I think it was minus 120 when uh, JVT I, I put it out there, and then when you were on the show, I think it was minus 145. So yeah, um, minus 350 now, just uh, up to date here at BetMGM Nevada on the Astro. So not nearly as juicy as uh, what we previously quoted on there. By the way, the last thing about this. Who's the most unfortunate team thus far this season, then? If those are the most fortunate, talking about the uh, the Mariners and the A's and the Cardinals, who's gotten the best of it? So this this is where it gets really tasty for the Astros. Or, or I should say, who's the most unfortunate part of me? Yes. As far as, okay, so expected uh, expected wins, the Astros should have, should be at 57 and 24. So that's like a 700 wow. win percentage. It's, it's crazy. I mean, their win runs created. I have in, in here 123. Exit minus is, is league average and defensive run save. They've been really good. They're they're twelve percent better than league average. So uh, it's an incredible. It's been an incredible year statistically wise for Houston. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's a that was that might have been the bet of the season for me. You know, getting it at minus one twenty. So we'll see what happens, Gil. Yeah, well done. All right, today's slate, full slate of Major League Baseball on a Friday. What have you bet? Okay, I'm gonna go with Philly tonight. And uh, I've got them. I'm surprised this line didn't move. I thought this line would move towards Philly. Uh, it opened at minus 120, and it's kind of sticking there. I've got it priced at minus 155. And I just think that uh, Wheeler from the three metric chart is a much better pitcher. I've got him at a 96 percentile based on that three metric chart, which takes swinging strike percentage, hard hit per nine, and expected walk rate. And Paddock, I only have it a 45 percentile guy. So a league average pitcher versus a pretty elite guy with Wheeler lines at minus 155. I do have the Phillies uh, fourth best in baseball offensively. And that's a team I like uh, uh, kind of as an as outsider. They're 12 to one. I've got them at 18 percent to win that division, which is like plus 456. So if you want to take a stab at a at, at a at a 12 to one team to, to win a division that Phillies is a, is a good, good opportunity. I think you and I are simpatico on a play. How about that? We're both on the Phillies. I, I, for me, this is more just as much a fate of paddock. Do you ever remember a guy who has gotten so much love from one half season of good baseball than this guy? It's just, it's fascinating how he still lingers as in the market as, as a different guy than you and I both know him to be. Metrics wise, yeah, and, and and we were kind of opposed to Paddock at the at the start of the year. I was like, okay, he's gonna have a good year, you know, based on my projections. And it just kind of changed over the year. And then he had like three really good starts. He did, yep. Uh, he had like you know three eighty percentile starts, but the last start wasn't wasn't great. But one of the things that's interesting about Paddock is his hard hit per nine is a thirty percentile. He's allowing eleven point six hard hit balls per nine. And I don't think that's a good combination versus this Philly team. One of the things about Wheeler in that three metric chart, he is ranked sixth out of 207 pitchers. I think this is a good opportunity tonight, Gil. Phillies, I love it. The Wheeler on it myself. Uh, I'm seeing like minus 118 now. We're showing minus 125, but I think you can find a better price on the Phillies in that one. What's number two? Okay, I'm going to go with the Yankees in the Subway Series. Uh, really high on Jordan Montgomery. Uh, I have it priced at minus 155. There's a huge line move to minus 154. So uh, the fundamental chart is right where the where the line is. But I still like the game even at that price. 
Uh, you're looking at Montgomery. He's a 90 percentile in that three metric chart. And Walker's been pretty good, but he's a 74 percentile. And one of the things I did want to say about this game, uh, I wanted to take a look at the at the uh, the bullpen three metric chart over the last month. And people are like down on the Yankees bullpen, but by that three metric chart, they're 12th in the league. But if you look at the Mets over the last 30 days, they are 23rd in baseball by that three metric chart, their bullpen. So that goes into play for me, and I'm going to go with the Yankees uh, minus 150, I guess it is right now. Okay, Phillies and Yankees. By the way, I thought you were going to ask uh, answer Nationals. Nationals still plus 550 to win the East. Just two back in that division. No, no love for that bet. No, they have they have problems with their bullpen and okay. the rotation outside of Scherzer. I, I just, I just, I can't fall in love with that team, Gil. All right, Mark Borchard, going to Fries later today. We'll try to see if we can find which out uh, which Fries Gil, it is. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put you, I'm gonna put you on the system uh, <laughs> at, at 150 watts. All right, gotta run, gotta run. Coming back, Euro 2020 with Paul Car next. 20 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 with Paul Car. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.